House. Welcome to this episode 224. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. Hey, what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby, probably a few days later than we usually release the podcast, but we're here. Yeah. And we have we made it two eventually. games. And we're back from two games uh, uh, that just passed. The one just yesterday against Vancouver, right? And then yes. the one before that, which was the maximum full capacity day uh, at the Diggity Los Angeles versus Seattle. Those were the two games. That's what we're here to talk about. So, uh, as you all know, we released Balls and Beers early, you know, a little bit earlier on time, I guess I should say, and then we decided to hold back our our Galaxy thoughts about the, uh, you know, the the full capacity crowd uh, for Seattle. So, um, where where should we start, guys? Should we start at the um, the goings ons of the uh, the full capacity crowd, or should we? Uh, go to more recent events with uh, Vancouver. Start with Seattle. All right, start with Seattle. Ah, Seattle. All right, hold on. I just had to like reconfigure my whole energy um, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, because we did we did take a loss in that game. Uh, but you know, before before that loss was a day full full of lots of uh fun activities and and a, a big big welcome home party with the galaxy faithful and uh actually thanks to the the tailgate i had some leftover beers so uh christian conway thank you sir for this uh beechwood amalgamator ipa that you left in my cooler thanks buddy i too i too had some extra beers and i think it is christian conway's fault as well (laughs) well thank you you. yeah thank you (laughs) thank you for uh accidentally leaving your beer in our in the cooler (laughs) because uh much appreciated oh this is actually really good wow this is nice this is like yeah uh, i drank i drank mine already yeah like everything he left me i did you have the 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 amalgamator one that's that's really nice no he actually left me a six-pack oh nice (laughs) wow that's gone (laughs) that's gone All right then, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that was gonna that was gonna last like five days later. <laughs> yeah. Kicking it off, right? Kicking it off in in, in style. Here we go. Uh, so, guys, as you know, Bobby and I uh, both uh, were in attendance at the uh, the welcome home tailgates for Galaxy fans. Uh, we got to debut the much anticipated. Eliezer House Community Magazine uh, that uh, Bobby and Lewis and many other people worked really hard to uh, to put together uh, for that first issue, um, and I would say that it was a success. Yes, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was much as much anticipated for us because we literally let it let let the news out just two days before the game. So uh, I wanted to keep it as as new- newish as possible, as polished and new and unknowing until you get to see it in your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, that day was good. We sold every 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 magazine out. Um, I hope uh, we're, I'm going to have 25 more in actually. I don't know how many. I'm going to have more <laughs> uh, on July 4th, and uh, we're, we're hoping to sell a few more. But we did really, we did really well. Uh, we, a lot of our uh, friends bought some. Uh, one, two threads grabbed the issue or two. Um, David David took it around, and um, I think Murs grabbed one. Yep. Uh, I think he gave one to Rafa. Yeah. Rafa. yeah. Uh, dummy Bardias uh, gave some support by uh, by getting a mag. Yeah. 
So it was really cool. It was really, really cool. Everybody, it was nice to see it actually in people's hands and people actually looking through it. I, I think um, the best part was watching other people sort of enjoy it. Like our our friend, Mystery Man, Madame Serrano, came by. Uh, he was actually one of the first people to find us. And um, and yeah, he was buyer number one, buyer yeah. number one, <laughs> and and grabbed an issue and watched him go through it and uh, and was was really exciting I, for for us. I can't imagine for you, Bobby. You're the one that did the layout, and it's been you know sort of working on this thing for who knows how long. You know me, I get numb. I just sit there, and go, oh. <laughs> that was a six pack. And that's a six pack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, no, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Go on, dude. No, I was gonna say, unfortunately, Lewis couldn't be there, but he certainly uh, made a huge contribution to the magazine, writing what three articles, Lewis? Three articles. Yes. I, I believe it was three articles uh, for this issue, and hopefully another He's a three. Bit of the muscle. Uh, a little, uh, well, another three or four for the next one. Um, and uh, credit to Bobby for uh, getting me motivated to uh, actually write said articles by deceiving me a little bit, which, uh, which is really funny. Uh, <laughs> which is Did really you trick funny. them into doing it? Uh, sort I of. I all you motherfuckers. I yeah. tricked all you motherfuckers to do it. Yeah. So like a little, like it's funny because this happened after I believe either, right, no, was it before the game or after the day after the game that you told me about? I think it was. It was after, right? The day before. I guess it could have. Oh, maybe it was the day before. So it was the day before. So this was Bobby's idea, and he's had it for uh, for a while now. This wasn't recent, and uh, he had brought it up before that he had this idea uh, to do a community magazine about a couple years ago. And uh, much like the podcast, we're just like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Let us know when it comes to fruition or when you're serious about it. And uh, so he hits me up about a few months ago. And uh, he, he said something through text and the wording of the text made it sound like the magazine was well into production already. And um, they were just waiting on me to see if I was in or out. And if I was out, they'd leave me behind. And, you know, that would be that. And, you know, um, just the way it was worded, I, that's what I got from him. And so I, I called him and said, wait a minute, what's going on? that's what I said. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know <laughs> verbatim sure. what you said. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure there was a bitch thrown in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, don't get this done, bitch, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably accurate. Uh, so I call him and he starts telling me like what you know the, the plan was and what he was doing. And, and so I was like, oh, okay. And again, like the way he was talking about it, it was like, okay, David's already on board doing stuff. And, he's al- and Bobby's already... Uh, you know, doing layouts and all this stuff and he's getting everything together. So he needs my part of it to, you know, to finish it off and, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. So about a couple of days later is when I wrote the Cabral piece. And so I was, okay, there you go. You know, here, let, let me satisfy you here. And, and then about like an hour or two later, he shows me a layout of the piece <laughs> with like the Cabral picture or what, what he's going to use, how he's setting up the, you know, the piece I wrote. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is well into production, but how in the world did he know what I was going to write about? Like, <laughs> how, how, how would he have this ready? This doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, wow, he wasn't kidding. This thing is already, already well into this. So I was like, okay, I got to get on the other ones then. So then the other two came along uh, a little later. And then, so like, the magazine's done. We try to get it before uh, the pop-up so we can sell it there, but that didn't happen. And then, so I guess the day before 
the game, Bobby and, uh, you know, when we were talking about this, Bobby informs me, I think it was the day after the game, by the way. Uh, but Bobby informs me that, that, yeah, whichever day. Yeah. That could, the Cabral piece was actually literally the first thing that was ever done in the magazine. And I'm over here thinking I am like the last missing link and they're going to leave, you know, they're going to go on without me. It turns out I was the first one <laughs> that got the ball ro- it was, rolling. So it was there it is. It, <laughs> it was, it was funny because Lewis was still calling me to tell me like, man, like that, like what, what, like how did it, like who start, like how did it start? What did you get first? And I'm, and then like, cause he didn't even know yet, and we were already done with the mag, the first issue, right? And uh, he, cause he's like you and David yeah. talk about, you know, these these certain guests and how like it seems like it's a it's a for sure thing and blah blah blah. And uh, I was like, no, no, you really want to know how it was birthed? And I was all that night you finally wrote that damn Cabral issue. <laughs> <laughs> And I made and I designed and I did the layout of that page that night. As yeah, soon as he night. sent it to me, I just yeah. I just drew it up and then I sent it right back to him. And that's what he, he was like, "What?" Well, yeah. Um, yeah and then whatever, everything started whatever, falling. Whatever makes them work, and and yeah, everything falls and, back yeah, into place, right? It was th- started to fall into place. I mean, there was a lot of a push and pull, as it usually has to be. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's why, that's why I try not to tell everybody every single detail of what's going on. Cause you don't need to know, just do you, <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. but you know, it was, it was awesome. The Lewis, Lewis wrote three really great articles. I think they're laid out really well in the magazine, you know, like, uh, uh chronologically, um, yeah. and, uh, mixed in with Michelle Hootening's, uh, article and uh, our our coverage of Crafty Nurse and uh, my little section of Lifestyle of a G that Angel Figueroa was a part of. Uh, I, I think it's it's really nice. And I think we're moving into a direction where it's going to get a little bit more beefier in the next issues. And it's going to feel a little bit more fuller and and but hopefully be same as interesting, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, it, it will. And, and it with will. the way that honestly, like the way that it, it was received and we're so thankful and grateful for the way that it got received by by people who um, either had seen the buzz about it that day on on social media as they were looking through, uh, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. People were coming up to us. And like, as you said, Michelle, like just took it upon herself and just said, I'm taking a bunch of oh, man. with her. And I mean, like I told her, I'm like, dude, she was the MVP for that day where she just like, uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be honest. If we just sat on our asses waiting for people to come and get the magazine, I don't think no, they would have sold, no. but <laughs> not as much at least. But um, yeah, she 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 kicked ass. She 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 went out and showed it to everybody. Yeah. You know, and she she went into traffic, which was the smarter thing to do. Um, <laughs> well, but, you know, you know the, the, I mean? the beginning the beginning of the whole day um, kind of started out weird because our idea was, you know, both of us legitimately were like, we need to be there by twelve when the gates open and the tailgate or the tailgate starts at you know one or two or whatever like all the festivities for the for the galaxy games yeah, but the 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 gates were open at noon yeah and and i think bobby you got there at one with the yeah around one, of, one the intention 15. of getting there at, at 12 um you yeah. left you know with the, enough time to get there at 12 i had to go do a bunch of stuff in the morning so like i had to go pick out of you know we're remodeling in the bathroom so like i had to go get a vanity and bring it you know pick up a truck go get the thing bring it back home unload it get the kids sorted out and then head you know and then leave uh, you know, go and I actually like made better time than I thought I would, and I still ended up getting there at like almost two o'clock. So, um, you know, I think I think uh, even the fact that they were there that early, we didn't get into lot thirteen. Um, the, the, for some reason, the 
security people didn't let us in a lot 13, which was a bummer because I feel like that would have been a little more central of a hub. But it gave us, yeah, it did give us a little bit of a chance to get out and walk around, stretch our legs. You know, some people came to us, but we, you know, for the most part, we try to get the 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 magazine out there and uh, and moving. And and like I said, it was received well. We got really good feedback on it, and the plan is to continue uh, and making it beefier and better and uh, adding more content. And I think with the way that it's been received, it's going to be easier and easier for us to be able to provide that content for everybody. So I hope so. Um, what one one of the uh, the the compliments that we got pretty early on uh, was from Galaxy History. Who once he saw it, or because he he did get a, a digital version of it, uh, yeah. Once he saw it, he said, "This is exactly what I hoped it would be." Um, so like that, a ringing Super endorsement from him. Yeah, Hubert, huge compliment for from a guy who is a historian. Um, uh, Linda Pickle as well. She picked one up and she was really happy about it. So um, you know, we're so so grateful that that it was received well. And and man, let me just tell you, man. That day was just full on party. I mean, like I oh yeah, I feel I feel like I blacked out for large portions of the game, not because I was drunk and I did get a little too excited. You know, I got I got a little less excited, <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> little, a little. Uh, but it was certainly like there was just so much energy all over the place. Um, it was it, it was a really great atmosphere to be in um i'm so happy that we got to be back home and and it really did feel like a step into the past in in a sense that like once we were there and once we were hanging around people it didn't feel like you know we just stepped out of a a, a, a pandemic that was it's still very much around um but it, it it felt very very comfortable yeah it felt like um it felt good and it felt booming. It felt loud. It felt like everybody was really like just ready to go. That's what I really liked about it. Um, yeah, no, it was it was really nice. It was it was great to see uh, so many people and and it was yeah it was it was really really wonderful uh, to to get that. And then the game started. Um, and and I'll say this, guys, <laughs> it doesn't it to me it didn't really matter that the galaxy lost that game. I think that with the, the 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 significance of everybody being back in the stadium, the significance of welcoming back the fans, the significance of the energy level that the Galaxy played with, I think all of it. You know, we, we I think somebody asked us about you know, does this buzz get killed if the Galaxy lose the game? And my answer at the time, I think it was Edgar from Nag News. My answer at the time was only if we get blown out and we look like we're not ready to play. If we put up a fight and we take a tough loss, that I think it won't it won't matter. It won't kill the buzz of the day. And it didn't. Mm, I think because you kind of barely watched the game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but um, you, could feel, I, you could feel the energy of the crowd. Like I was, I, I was trying very hard to watch the game, but like we were, we were socializing a lot and, and, and showing the, the, the magazine and all that stuff too. So we, you know, we kind of, there, there was little moments where I just wasn't able to pay attention. Um, but, but still at the end of the, it was funny at the end of the game, um, I was, I was, I was, uh, while the minutes were counting down, I was by the stairs re- ready to go down and there was a guy next to me 
Um, and we're watching, we're watching, and he's like, ah, oh, it's over, it's over, it's done, it's done, it's done. And then, you know, they whistled, and his daughters came out, like, right next to him. And they're like, ah. And I'm like, man, whatever. It's fine. We did good. It was against Seattle, like, the number one team in the West, I think, in the league. I'm like, this is not something to put our heads down. And they're like, yeah. And then I turned around, and I disappeared like a superhero. But I should have <laughs> gave him a sticker. I should have gave him a sticker, like, podcast, and then go. You should have thrown yeah. a smoke, smoke bomb and left the sticker in place. Oh man, that's I'm, I'm gonna work on it because because when I walked away, like all I remember is their faces like smiling, like yeah, and then I like left, and I was like, damn, I should have gave them stickers. <laughs> 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 I'm like, you can listen more of this on our podcast, and then poof, you know, <laughs> opportunity but, lost, um, man, opportunity lost. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I felt it later, I felt it. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was a fantastic, it was a fantastic uh, uh, environment and ambiance and everything. And, you know, and, D- and D- David is right. Not many, I didn't see many people like feel super bummed out that we lost. Of course, we were upset that we, we actually like lost the, lost the uh, potential win because um, we, we were up. The fir- we were first up, right? Yeah. And, uh, um, so and we'll get and, and we can start there. Go for let's it. Let's start there. Okay, so let's start with the game. Um, and I, I guess I'll have the the meat of this because I unfortunately did not attend the game, and so because I wasn't drunk and uh, you know blacked out and not paying attention to the game. There's other things than drunk, Lewis. Uh, oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm mainly talking about David. But uh, but uh, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. but. Uh, I'm at home, and uh, so I actually was watching the game. And so uh, a, a two-to-one loss to Seattle. Uh, there are things that we could take away from this game, uh, both good and bad, uh, depending on how you want to look at it. And, uh, Bobby, you said it. You know what? This is the best team in the league. I don't think that anybody realistically expected us to come out and just, you know, blow this team Like out. wallop them. Yeah, yeah no. Um, yeah. And I think that this game was another one of those tests where like, okay, you know what? You played them three games into the season. Uh, obviously, you're not ready. Uh, you, you know, at the time, you're still missing pieces. You're, you're still, you know, very um, inexperienced as far as, you know, the chemistry-wise and just, okay, you know, you got two good victories, but here's your really, really big test so far of the season. Sure. And you just completely... Yeah. You know, you you failed that test, but you didn't do as poorly as you know you, you would have done I would in call previous it a, seasons. I would, I would have, I would have rated it a C. Yeah, I would have said, well, I would have said maybe like or a C plus, C minus. I would have said C minus, maybe a D plus, because you can tell the difference between where Seattle is and where the Galaxy was. Now, fast oh, yeah, forward. But but that, that's that's not something we were not going to ever see. I right. was kind of surprised how well we were doing, yeah. at least when we're in the first half. We're in the first half right now. I I believe I, I was kind of surprised how no, well we were doing. I'm, I'm talking about the very first game in April. Not the. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah okay. I, I, so right now I'm referring to that game in April. And then if you fast forward to this uh, past Saturday, um, you can see that there was progress being made. And that's basically what you are really looking for this season in the galaxy where look you're probably not going to win an mls cup uh a a lot of people have them in the playoffs um a lot of people have them like kind of like you're teetering around that you know that the 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 playoff line bubble line um so this is about okay do you have a plan in place are you making strides forward to execute said plan and where you want to be 
maybe not this season, maybe the next season, or maybe after that. Um, and I just think from game number three to this past game where you're playing Seattle for the second time, you have made strides uh, as far yeah. as catching up. We're like, okay, you looked better. Uh, you know, you, you weren't outplayed. Uh, but you're still mm-hmm. showing that, hey, you know what? They're still the best team in the league for a reason. And, you know, and you, you, you kinda, still have, we, yeah. kind of go to sleep a little bit here and there. We need to stay awake the whole time. So um, for me in the first yeah, half, um, I thought we dictated the pace. I thought we played, you know, yeah. decently. I mean, I, I don't think we were played lights out by any stretch. Uh, no. We were up 1-0, and that was mainly on – or not something mainly. It was because of a penalty kick that was drawn yeah. uh, by Chicharito and mm-hmm. um, scored by Sasha Kleshton. And I'm going to get back to that in a little bit because uh, David stepped away for, for, for a little while, so I want to get his take on this as well. Uh, as well as yours, Bobby. So I'll, I'll come back to that. So you're up 1-0. Um, but truth be told, this was the only offense that the Galaxy created in that first half. There, there is, There was very little offense. There was really not much going on as far as chances created, as far as shots yeah. being taken. Um, I, well, I, I, think that's, I, I think that's the lack of Galaxy right now in general. We don't have much of uh creativity on an attack yeah the, in the general yeah the creativity has kind of gone away you saw it in the first few games and it seems that like teams have kind of made this adjustment uh where uh, the galaxy seem to be kind of stuck in neutral once they hit that final third it doesn't always happen but there is uh you know a lot of it's it's, it's a big percentage it, it feels is, yeah it, it, it feels a little chemistry based uh with Cabral right. being added into the mix that's definitely been the the sort of thing that that stalled the the the, the clicking i guess is, is is what you would say was right. what you and would then, call that and then of course uh, i don't know yeah i mean like i don't know about stalling it i just feel it's still kind of the same we haven't really grown that much on that end of the spectrum like the the team is starting to connect a bit, bit better their handling of the ball is a little bit better the pressure the pressure that they attain and the way they handle that is better um everyone is is set in places now they know where to go it, that's much better um but our attack you know it's 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 not there it's not there f- for yeah not even close to it yet i mean yes you know we, we've gotten goals here and there of course but i mean they're the the our percentage of of, of good attacks are super low right now yeah, and and that's that that's accurate. At least uh, the optics of that is 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 accurate. Um, I know there's certain games where you you know you create more chances. Like for example, the San Jose game. Uh, for much of that game, you had a lot, a lot of the possession, create a lot of chances. The Austin game, you create a lot of chances. Um, and other games, you had minimal chances, but you made the most of them. Um, so um, you know, I mean, like everything else in the season, it, it's going to fluctuate. So. Um, the, the, the thing is, is that if you can't muster up an offense against Seattle and you make mistakes, Seattle is going to make you pay for them. And that's exactly what happened. Um, one of the other good things that I saw in this in that Seattle game is that both goals were coming off of set pieces. And that can be good or bad uh, because you basically kind of neutralized one of the best teams in MLS offensively. And it took two mistakes coming off of corner kicks. Uh to, to get scored on. So again, the defense has improved uh, dramatically from from last season. Uh, they did very well as far as shutting down Seattle uh, in the run of play with all the weapons that they have. 
uh, were able to shut them down. So that's a positive. Uh, but yeah, yeah the, the, the fact that you just really couldn't break down this defense is it's it's not as bad as you think, considering that Seattle has up until that game uh, had allowed or before that game was played, they had allowed only three goals through uh, the first eight games yeah. at, or nine games. And all three of those goals came from set pieces. Not a single goal has been scored in the run of play. And by the way, that Crazy. that uh, stat still uh, stands as the Galaxy scored against them via penalty kick. And then uh, yesterday they played against RSL, and RSL's goal came. RSL's goal came uh, via penalty kick. So they have yet to allow a goal from the run of play. Wow. So this is a really good Seattle team. I don't think it's any surprise that we are still uh, a, a good distance behind them, but we have cut that distance. I think we are making progress in the right direction, uh, but I don't think it's a surprise to say, hey, you know what? We're not MLS Cup contenders yet, and that's fine. We're, we're not supposed to win MLS Cup this year, and we're certainly not winning it in June. So, you know, there's still well, a lot yeah, of Well, yeah, I was about season. to say, MLS Cup's not next yeah. weekend, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're fine. There's still a lot <laughs> of room see- to improve. And to see the improvement that happened between the first game against Seattle and then this game in Seattle, yeah. based on based on the lessons they learned from the first game, the way that Seattle, you know, the way that Seattle plays, the, I think uh, Greg Vanny's game plan coming into the Seattle game was a very good one. Um, you know, as he, as you said, it was just the two mistakes off the corner kicks that really did the Galaxy in and the lack of of offense and, and their inability to sort of click with each other. But you don't, you know, as as was said on on uh, Corner of the Galaxy. You don't need to beat Seattle. Beat Seattle in June. You need to beat them in October. Right. And so I think I think looking at the progress, maybe the next time you come up against Seattle, I think things are a little. You know, hopefully, if if we're if we're trending in the right direction at that point, we see. A, yeah, maybe you know, we need we need the I mean, offense like that. Like Lewis was saying, and what you're saying too, is the, it's just the trajectory of how everything is moving right now. It's we're we're kind of in the right path right now we're good you know um to to be playing that well at least i know that sounds wrong because we lost it but like this is where we should be this is where the growth the trajectory of the growth is it should be uh being in third place i don't feel we're out of place in third place and i think that we're you know the the next team behind us is colorado The next thing behind, team behind us in Colorado is Colorado with 16 points. And then you look at, at you know, the rest of the playoff teams and they're on 13 and 12 points uh, for, for bubble teams. You know, that's Portland, Houston and Salt Lake. So um, I, I don't think that we feel like we're stealing anything here. I feel like so far the, the Galaxy has earned the points that they have on the board right now. Uh, I, I will agree with most of that in that uh, we have earned every victory that uh that we had so far um that is actually one of those uh things where like the ugly wins is a direct evidence to that because uh aside from the game against austin in which you played a complete game in which you looked really really good um every other game there was some sort of uh drama or just look it's an ugly win you came from behind or you scored uh you're the last team to score or you know you did enough to grind out a victory um, and you're learning how to win. And, you know, it, it's not pretty, but it doesn't matter. Three points are three points, regardless of how you're getting them. And all of these, you know, you add these in that bank. Okay. You put it in that bank account and it's going to accumulate points because, you know, we've said this season after season after season, a game in April 
game in May is just as important as the games in, in September. They're worth three points, three points to three points. You're going to look back at some of these games and say, God dang, we dropped points there. If we had those two points, if we had those three points, we'd be in a, a better position here in September or October. So um, the games are just as important. And so I feel that every victory, regardless of how ugly it is, it's evident to where, hey, you've earned every single one. It wasn't gifted to you. You fought for every single one of these victories and you're you're relearning how to win games, which is what, you know, we were... We were saying in the beginning of the season, we're going to have to start all over again. We have to crawl before we walk. We can't look pretty yet. We're going to have to learn. All right, let's learn the basics. Remember how to win? We forgot how to do that. Uh, And so um, the Galaxy, at least up to this point, have found a way to win, which is what good teams do. But um, to say that I don't feel out of place, uh, I did not see us in third place uh, in June, to be perfectly honest. I, I had us somewhere in the middle of the pack, you know, getting these results where like we're competitive or you're hoping that we're competitive, but ultimately you've dropped them. Nope. Ultimately you've won them. And so that's really, really encouraging that you are not out of contention in any single one of these games with the exception of the Portland game. And that was, you know, uh, an extreme circumstance. But other than that, you've been in every single one of these games, you fought the whole way through. And I think that's one of the things that we were complaining about last season. Look, I know we're going to lose, There are better teams out there. We're no good, but show me fight. Show me some sort of spirit. Show me that you are alive. Show me competitiveness. If you lose, that's fine. But show me that you're trying to win the game. That's what's happened so far with the Galaxy. You've lost two against Seattle, and and you've been competitive. You have not been blown out. You know, you lost against Portland, and obviously that a 3-0 was kind of a blowout, but you look at the circumstances there, you can kind of throw that game away, you know? So I think it's a different story when we play Portland again. So um, for me, uh, the Seattle game, it's another one of those, hey, it's another test. Didn't quite pass it, but you're doing better. And that's the whole thing. It's progress toward mm-hmm. the end of the season, toward the, your, your finished uh, project. So... Um, when that being the case, yeah, I, I I obviously wasn't at the stadium, but I can't imagine that the energy was sucked out too much. I think a lot of people were hoping for a victory, but uh, people with their feet on the ground, you know, should know that yeah, that, that that this is about right. You know, Seattle is Seattle, and you know they're missing, they're still missing like two really three really good players, and they're still doing as good as they are. That's that's pretty fucking scary. So. Um, I don't think there's a shame in losing Seattle uh, in the manner that you did it. Also, no shame. Uh, we fix them. You learn and you move on to the next game. And, you know, that, that, that's it. Um, and let me let me get back to the penalty kick. Let me let me get back to the goal because David's back. So I want to ask this because it, it's it's been <laughs> no one's stopping you. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so, no, stop. I have to go been... again. Stop. Okay, I have to okay, go okay. again. No, I'm just kidding. All right. All right. So balls and beers. Uh, no. So, okay. So let's talk about the penalty <laughs> kick because uh, I don't think there's a controversy here, but there's been uh, a talk about, you know, what to make about this. So Chicharito draws the penalty. He is your top scorer. He is your, you know, the face of the team, so to say. Uh, he is the currently leading uh, the golden boot race. He should be taking the penalty kick, but he defers. And gives it over to Sasha, who ends up making converting the penalty kick. He steps up. That's that's exactly how Sasha said it. He said he he did, he told him he was to take it, and so he stepped up. 
That's how yeah. Sasha. Okay, so here's my question because and it was and it was addressed uh, by Josh and Kevin on, on their show, and I um, I have my opinion on it. Uh, what's your opinion? Is this a matter of no? Chicharito is your guy. He is your striker. He is your goal scorer. He needs to bury that, and uh, he's the one that needs to take it. If he's deferring, this is more along the lines of you know what? I'm not confident. And I don't want to take this because I'm probably going to miss this. So somebody else step up and take this and put us in a lead. Or is there another explanation? Um, have you What's seen? Take have this? you seen my man's? Have you seen my man's? My guy, Chicha, Chicharito. Have you seen? Have you heard him talk about these things about being vulnerable and not being afraid to be vulnerable and to do these things because it makes your your whole self better not just your physical body but your mind as well your soul have you heard have you heard all these things that he's been saying oh yeah so to me to me because that my initial reaction was oh there's a confidence problem here but no what it actually is is that he understands he he is able to to get past his his own ego and see himself from the outside and say, hey, you know what? I'm not great at these. I'm not good at penalty kicks. So I'm going to let somebody else who might have a better opportunity to make a goal make the goal because that's what's going to be the best thing to help my team. To me, this should be applauded more. This is not this is not a player who is like, oh, he's got a confidence problem. Oh, there must be something wrong. No, that was last year's player. We've already seen it. He's He's working on that. He's working on himself. He's never going to be fixed. He never will be fixed because somebody who, who truly is working on themselves will always try to improve themselves as a person in, in their soul, in their mind, in their body, all the things. Chicharito, I think, did the right thing in deferring the question. Question did what he did. He stepped up. He took the penalty kick. The Galaxy got a goal. That's the important part, right? Bobby, what's your take? Um... I don't feel like, personally, I don't feel like it should be that rigid where you think the captain should always be the one or the star should always be the one. Um, I, I really don't. I think that that's, that mindset, that rigidness is 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 not really that good. Um, and David kind of covered it a little bit because right now we're showing, we're, we're putting together a team that shows a lot of inclusivity, um, a lot of like family feelings, you know, like everybody feels for each other. They care for one another. You could see it on the pitch. Um, the other thing too, and I'm not going to, uh, romanticize or, uh, or hypothesize what, uh, Chicharito is thinking or anything. We've heard his interviews. You, you, you know what he says in that, in, in those instances. But the one thing I re- recognized was how fast, as soon as the, the penalty was called, he turned around and he goes, you go, Chich-. he goes, you go Sasha right away. Super fast. Um, and it, it, it sounded, it, I, I like, it seemed you like through it was, the accent, the accent. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Because his mouth actually did, like it, I heard it with his mouth because you know, like, I don't <laughs> yeah, know, he's, he's really very like pronounced. sharp and Wait, white. Yeah, yep. Sasha. <clears throat> yeah. So, anyways, um, but it was so just, it was so, it was so like already on the plate for him. You know, he turned around, he said, "Hey, go." Like it wasn't, it wasn't a thing of where he was thinking to himself for for long strands of minutes or debating. Uh, it's it to me, it seemed like it was something that he's kind of already had in his mind. If if the, if the moment came again, 
So um, whether he's 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 afraid of taking the goal or not, I don't really care because he made a great decision, um, and I like that it just charges up the team even more. It charges up Sasha. So that's me. So when the the penalty was given, my first thought was, "Don't let Chicharito take this." Don't take, don't take, don't let him take this. You, you keep him away from that spot at all, at, at all costs. And yeah, I wouldn't even have thought of that because I would have thought it was just automatically Chicha. I, and that's the thing. It shouldn't be automatically Chicha. Well, we, because we, we all kind of debated this, right? Like if it's not Chicha, who is it? Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is that it, here is a guy who has had a very poor percentage. Uh, throughout his career. It, not what, just what, with the galaxy. Yeah, it's not the galaxy. We're not with the galaxy. It's throughout his career. He has throughout his career, uh, a 50% or like under 50% in penalty kick conversions. That is an extremely horrible number. Yeah, that number should be more along the lines of 90%. You know, it's Like I, I said, Shaq and free throws. Right, exactly. So, you know, if, if you're arguing that the star player should be, you know, that's what they're there for. That's what they're paid the, 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 the big bucks for. Uh, the, they're the ones that are supposed to, you know, carry that team and, and propel them to victory. And they're the, you know, they're the ones that the spotlight is shining on them. Okay, and, and I understand that. But, you know, if going back to that Shaq analogy, you know, or I'm sorry, Shaq comparison. You know, if, if the game's on the line and there's a technical foul that just happened to, you know, to be there. And, you know, Shaq is like one of oh, your man, leaders, right? Horrible, you're you're not so going to, you're not going to ask Shaq, Hey, I need you to bury these two free throws. Your team needs you. You go, okay, what is my best free throw shooter? This guy, I don't care if, you know, he's not as big of a superstar as Shaq and he's not one of the leaders of the team. He is in a position or in a better position to make these free throws. Therefore get us a better opportunity to win this game. And that's exactly you know, my thought is like this guy should not be taking this penalty kick. It should be somebody else. Somebody Sweet. else needs to step up and prove that they can do it. Now, the fact that Chicha, it was Chicharito's decision to defer the penalty kick and let Sasha Klesha take it, I'm going to agree 100% with David here uh, and and Bobby as well, obviously. But I honestly believe that Chicharito is very self aware, and I I maybe it is a confidence issue, and you can. Yeah. Definitely he's argue. He's working on yeah. himself, man. He's working on his soul. That's what it is. <laughs> you I definitely know, can what's argue funny that is, point. What's funny is that you position yourself to make me think that you were going to have the typical sports bro like, he's a superstar. You're getting paid all this money. Why don't no, no, you no, do no. And And here you are. We're, we're all in agreement, I think. Like this, yeah, we are. It's not an issue. Yeah, we're, it's, we're not arguing. And it's not an issue because, as, as we're going to talk about in the Vancouver game, he he got his goal. He, he got a goal. And and his position from the beginning, and I think that when he when he initially said this, you, you know, it's just the thing you say. He doesn't care about his own personal uh, stats. He just wants to do whatever it is that's going to help the team win, whether that's assisting, whether that's, you know, uh, uh, drawing defenders, whatever the case might be. He's whatever it is that helps the team win is his focus. And I think that this, in this case, like I said, he's able to see himself. He's able to see the situation from outside of him, himself and his ego. Yeah. And he's like, no, somebody else has to take this because I'm not the guy that, that has a good track record. Yeah. And I, and I, and honestly, and then as Bobby said, we obviously don't know what is inside his head. We don't know exactly what he's thinking. We were have to, we have to go by assumption. We have to go by what he's, Telling us, 
uh, through the media, which, you know, you take with a grain of salt because some things are from the heart and other things. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot from the heart. And there's other things that he feels a lot of heart. This, yeah. this season, he feels a lot of heart coming, right. spilling out of his mouth. Right. Remember, remember that Snapchat, I think not Snapchat or Instagram, whatever, that filter where you open your mouth and the whole rainbow comes out. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's, that's, that's what he's doing yeah. all season. I was going to say, he, the, the, the other day when he went on his, his, um, his whole speech about, you know, how he's working on himself and, you know, all these things that he, that he talked about um, in terms of mental health. I'm like, what was the question? What was the question that led him to that? You know, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I have to wonder what the question was. It was something, you know, my, my guess is probably like, you know, the question was like, hey, you know, what what made you wear those red boots today? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, the other thing is I, I'm sure that he's uh, obviously in a different state of mind now. Uh, the media here is not as brutal as it is in Mexico or, you know, overseas where, you know, in England when he played in Manchester, uh, in Madrid, uh, I'm sure that the media is significantly more brutal over there. But um, so, uh, you know, in this journey of, you know, self-discovery and um, that he's on right now, uh, obviously he's he looks to be better prepared to deal with said media. And so um, I, I love what he's saying. And I mean, I, and the thing is, I, I I think that it's it's not a confidence issue. I think it's he's very self-aware. He's very self-aware. Hey, you know what? This isn't my thing. This is not my thing, and someone else got to take this because, yeah, someone else is in a better position to put us in the lead. And uh, it doesn't matter where the goals come from; just you know, just just score the goals. I don't have to be the the leading goal scorer. I just need to put my team in a position to win. And so I think by doing that, he did that. I think he showed leadership in like, yep, this isn't me. This is, uh, you know, this is all you. You take it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so, so, yeah. And like I said, how quick think, how quick yeah, it was. I'm okay he with knew. It. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, and as Bobby uh, said, Sasha. Go, Sasha. Go, Sasha. Because I watched the because I watched the replay and, I, and he just turns and I just he looks he just he just looks straight at him. Go, Sasha. <laughs> he's encouraging his teammates, you know. He's encouraging yeah, yeah. because because that's how family plays. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how you play like brothers. That's how you play like family. Bring yeah, back to the corniness, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, I so, look forward. Uh, I look forward to Chicharito's second career as a philosopher. He's gonna wear <laughs> wear a roll, oh a toga. God. He's gonna wear a toga and a, you know, and, and and just walk around and just preach things. And I look forward to that. Yeah. Well, for the next uh, season, next two seasons at least. Uh, so uh, a couple other things from the Seattle game here. So uh, very early on, I think maybe like the fifth, sixth minute, uh, Daniel Steros goes down with a hamstring injury, and uh, you have to put in uh, Nick Pugh. Have we talked about? We have we talked about what? Uh, we haven't, but that's where I was going with this. Okay. So uh, the the starting lineup, uh, at least on the back line, uh, everything seemed normal except uh, Sega Kulabali, who made his Galaxy debut against Seattle. And, you know, we had said that the, the advantage that, that Sega is going to have uh, that some other players that joined the team mid-season is that he's going to join the team at the exact moment that the FIFA break was taking place. So he's going to have a full, you know, two weeks plus to do nothing but practice instead of, all right, uh, get in the game, brother. Like, let's see what you can do. And, you know, uh, are, are you good? Are you set? Well, it doesn't matter. Here you go. Um, which is what happened to Derek Williams, I believe, in Seattle. 
where it's like, okay, you're, you're being thrown to the shark pit is the best oh, thing. Oh, by the And turf. <laughs> and, I mean, everything. Yeah, so... Um, so then Sega gets his shot, same thing. Okay, best team in the league, you're at home. But hey man, you have two weeks of practice with uh with the team and get your chemistry down, uh get to know your players, and more than more than likely, he was probably practicing paired up with Daniel Steris for those two weeks, and in six minutes that plan is completely derailed, and Nick DePew has to come in, step in, play uh essentially the entire game. And now you have a center back pairing that probably did not practice all that much. Um, so the fact that, again, you limited Seattle to two goals on set pieces, again, I think it's, uh, it's a testament to the improvement of the defense overall from last season. And, you know, uh, Sega, again, kind of half being thrown into the shark pit here because he. Uh, like uh, Derek Williams, he, he his his debut was against the best team in the league, and um, you know didn't have a spectacular game, but he had a, a pretty good game, especially under the circumstances. Um, what do you guys think? Oh, actually, no, no, never mind, because never mind, because you guys didn't watch the game. I forgot. Sorry. No, I, so, I, I, no. I didn't end up watching, <laughs> watching the game later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you go, Bobby, because you know I, I want you to, to no, get, get your thoughts out about about this. I do agree with Lewis, though. Um, you know, I thought he I thought he played well for being thrown into the Shark Tank. Um, I thought he I thought he did really well. I I feel. Um, my opinion is a bit more based on the the following game uh, in Vancouver. Uh, I feel like uh, he he he's, he lives up to his name, Sega, because he's pretty fucking fast. Like <laughs> from the from the start, like like to just like gain some speed in the first few steps, he's pretty fucking fast, and I that's really and I and I'm I'm really happy about that. Um, and he also, for me, he looks just as strong as Williams, um, and I would love to see you know like him back for sure, but. I feel like he's he's just as strong right now. In in the two games that we've seen, um, I, I I I like him. I'm there. Um, I, I have a I have a small opinion for him on the in the in the in the Vancouver game because he got stripped, but um, he he gained he gained that ball right back like quick. So, yeah, my opinion. I like him. Thumbs up. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> no notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like the guy. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about him in a little bit. Um, uh, in the in the Vancouver game, uh, but overall, yeah, I I, uh, I liked uh, what I saw with him and what I saw with him uh, against Seattle, um, especially under under the circumstances. Uh, like I said, you know, throwing in a guy that you didn't practice with uh, against the the best team in the league, yeah, I, I thought he did a, a pretty good job. And um, honestly, I think that uh, here's another guy that I could could improve as you know time goes goes on so um so um that's kind of encouraging and and so before we get into the that progress from you know one game to the other uh the other thing i want to say uh final thoughts for me uh, as far as the seattle game i think that uh you know seattle being seattle 
I said it. I don't think there's any shame in losing to Seattle. I don't think there's any shame in the manner in which he lost to Seattle. Um, I, I will say this, that, you know, there was a contrast between the first half and the second half uh, in which, you know, in the first half we looked to have controlled the game, dictated the pace, uh, looked to have more possession and, um, you know, was really patient with the ball and kind of shut down Seattle for the most part. Uh, second half was a little different story as Seattle, you know, was able to push a little further and uh, we weren't able to get, forward as much and i think that's more along the lines of the coaching where um uh, schmetzer Schmetzer, was uh was able to adjust um and i think this is a case where greg banning was just out coached Uh, that's what i was just gonna say is is look brian schmetzer is a good a good coach um he's proven that he's 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 far proven that over the last few years with seattle and and I think it's a case where Vanny came out with a with a strong game plan. They executed as as best they could. Again, you have a an offense that's not quite clicking, and you want to see a little bit more from Cabral. You want to see a little bit more, uh, you know, from from some of the players. You know, it's it's Vasquez just getting back. I thought Legette was a little, had a bit of a quiet game um, in against Seattle. Um, <clears throat> they're not quite clicking. So um, it was a good game plan to come out. They weren't able to capitalize on on their you know the, the, or they didn't really create many opportunities and that's a testament to how good of a backline Seattle has because they've I mean they've been pretty unstoppable so far, um, but I, I I also think that you know Smetzer then makes the adjustments he he counters Vanny's things and um, right now Vanny he has some weapons but not in the sense of being able to really, really counter whatever Brian Smetzer is, you know, going to throw back at him. So I think, like I said, I think they fared, fared way better. The, the contrast between this game and the, the first game against Seattle is, is pretty big. Um, and and I, I don't think there's any shame in, in losing this game, you know. Uh, everybody kind of did what they, what they were going to do. I, you know, Legit, I think, is at fault for one of the goals uh, just because he, he did not mark um, – the, uh, the 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 goal scorer on, the, on that first corner kick, I think. Um, I forget his name. Uh, the the Seattle player that I, scored I, that I, first goal. Yeah, I, I he, actually don't remember how who who kind of blew coverage or it was, who. It was it, yeah. Okay. I, I watched the I, I watched the okay. jet basically. He was covering the space, and then the guy just came in and ran into the space. And I mean, look, the guy is just bigger and stronger and faster than Legette. Um, there wasn't a lot he could do. He reacted a little bit late. Um, and then the second goal was just a, it just, it, it was what it was, you know, that was a good play from Seattle. Um, but again, no shame in losing this, even if this is, uh, you know, let's say this is a, a, a Western conference final and we lose this game like this. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm not disappointed. Yeah. I'm just like, we got beat by a better team. And yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I, I would want more entertaining game if it was a Western conference. Yeah. The one thing, well, <laughs> yeah, the one thing I will say is that overall from the game overall, I would say that the galaxy in big stretches did, it, they lacked pace of, of like, like urgency. Um, and I think maybe that's that was by design because once they start playing, at a faster pace that kind of plays into what Seattle likes to do. But there were a few times where like they had, you know, they, they were, if you're playing chess in on the game, there's, if, if a player, you know, in the midfield would have made one or two passes a little bit, a little bit quicker, that could have led to a, a chance, a goal, 
You know what I mean? So like, there's a couple times where I'm like, ooh, that pass opens up this player, and then that leads to the, you know, to that player to be able to make this other pass. But because they they couldn't execute quickly enough, and the urgency. Um, in some places it was there, but in big stretches when the Galaxy held possession, it wasn't there. There was there should have been a little bit of urgency. Again, you cannot play into Seattle like that because they will hit you hard and fast if you if you play them too fast. So it's you know it's kind of here and there. It's kind of this this or that. You you pick your battles, right? So I, I think overall they didn't play a bad game. Like I said, I, I'm not mad at this game at, at, in any stretch of, of the imagination. I didn't. Yeah, we didn't play great. We didn't play badly. There were a couple of moments where I thought we could have done better, but you know, Seattle's just uh, uh, Seattle's a really good team. There's, there's yeah. you know, yeah. and I talked to I even talked to Seattle fans after the game, and um, we were we I I you know they 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 basically said like, look, this is sort of the 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 flip of what the way it used to be where Seattle was a good team, but up, up until they hit the galaxy and every time they hit the galaxy, they got stopped. And that's kind of been the fortune of the galaxy, uh, you know, over the last couple of years where Seattle is always the one that's just going to fucking, they're just going to stomp on them. Right. And um, I, you know, I told them, look, respect to Seattle. They have, they're, they're a good team. They've been a good team. They're they're reaping the fruits of their labor right now. Yeah, uh, definitely, one hundred percent. There, I just and yeah, uh, just to uh, say it one more time, it's not a game that you harp on. It's a game you can learn from. It's a game that you know, though you lost, you see some positive. Uh, you you can take a lot of positive things from it. Uh, obviously, you can uh, improve on a lot of things, and uh, ultimately, that's what. Uh, this season is about is just again just moving forward uh you're doing a little bit better or something a little different uh differently um um each game toward the season to 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 get you to get to your final you know final product uh what you hope it, it could be uh so we before we move on to the vancouver game let me throw in a couple stats uh i'm not going to uh, do the uh uh, highest rated player for this one because I, I, as I said, I don't think you guys completely, you know, uh, were in tune to the game, so uh, I will skip that. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done to do this. You're, you're down to do that? Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's go ahead. So uh, Galaxy versus Seattle. Who was the highest rated player? Bobby. Man, <laughs> I don't remember now. And I, and I watched the game. Shit. I just I only have last yes last night's game in my head. So yeah, I and I and, and I figured I, yeah. yeah. Oh, David, take um, a shot. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna go with my heart here and say Sigakula Bali because this dude came in and he's bossing that backline. It didn't matter that he had been practicing with Daniel Stairs and then Daniel Stairs goes down. He had to deal with Nick Depew. I thought Depew did fine. I thought he was totally fine, and I thought, and, and to be honest with you, Depew and Sarah's, they're kind of interchangeable. You can take one out for the other, um, but I thought he, I thought Depew did fine. But I think that Sega really, really, really impressed me. If it's not Sega Kulavali, maybe it's somebody like Viafania. I don't know. Okay, so uh, since Bobby deferred, uh, it's not Sega and it's not Viafania. It's Sasha Question at seven point seven. Um, that makes sense because he got the goal. He got the goal, so obviously that that, that plays a a, a big uh, 
a big part of that. So um, he also, you know, completed uh, 59 passes at 90%. So again, also that uh, he was all over the field, 74 touches. So he, he definitely was uh, a big factor in that game. Uh, he was a 7.7 um, highest rated defender. Uh, are you going to stick with the uh, Sega Kamali? I'm going to stick with Sega Kamali. Yeah. Okay, so Sega Kulabali was the lowest rated defender uh, <laughs> on, on the night. Because of minutes, no? I mean, Dang. like, he played no, the he, whole game. He, he played the whole game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he played the whole game. Um, ironically, uh, the, the, the highest, the, so not only is he the highest rated defender, he is also the highest rated player uh, after Sasha Kleshton hits Nick DePew. He it, it wow. at, uh, at seven point seven point four, and he essentially played the whole game. He came in in the eighty. You know, I'm sorry, eighty third in the seventh minute. So Dang. he essentially played the whole game. He was at seven point four, leading uh, that back line. Um, so yeah, Sega was at six point three. He was the lowest rated player at six point three. Uh, Villafania was oh, the next lo- lowest harsh. rated six point five. And uh, Araujo, who I thought would have been a man of the match, he had 6.8. So uh, there it is. Uh, the third highest rated player was uh, Chicharito at 7.0. So that was it for uh, Seattle. Um, and the lowest rated player overall, uh, it's actually Jonathan Bond at 5.9. Um, he Whoa. made five. He made five saves. Um, uh, but let two two of the goals in. So you know when you're a goalkeeper, goals go in. You you know technically you haven't done your job. At least statistically you haven't done your job. That's not always the case. Uh, so uh, lowest rated field player uh, is between Kevin Cabral and Sebastian Legette, both at six point two. So um, the other stat that I do want to throw out uh, before we move on um, was just the expected goal stat. So the expected goals ended up with uh, 2.12 in favor of Seattle. I'm sorry, 2.12 for Seattle, 1.39 for the Galaxy. So the 2-1 to score line uh, really does reflect that. So this is where uh, the expected goal stats uh, actually were right on the mark. Uh, this is the uh, – I'm not going to say a tale of two halves, but as we said, Seattle made their adjustments in the second half, and it certainly showed because in the first half, the Galaxy had an expected goal of 1.26 and 0.80 of that expected goal came from the penalty. So only another 0.4 came elsewhere in the, in the first half. In the first half, Seattle's expected goal was 0.54. So the Galaxy really did shut Seattle down. They should have went into the halftime uh, leading the game uh, 1-0. Second half, completely opposite. The Galaxy only mustered up 0.12 expected goals in the second half. 0.12. In the second half, whereas Seattle bumped it up 1.57, which gave them the total of 2.12. So just an absolutely a different second half. Um, yet, I will leave it at, even though Seattle was by far the better squad in the second half, I never felt out of the game. And I think, again, that's progress. I don't yeah, think you could say sure. that. I don't think you can say that uh, last season or even uh, in other previous seasons. So um, there it is. You, you lost. You lost to a better team. You move on. You have uh, a tough stretch of games coming up. We, we said six games in July, and uh, the the you know the onslaught of MLS games uh, is 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 coming to us. So here it is. So we have the Wednesday game. We go up to Salt Lake City where we play against the 
uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. And uh, what many people thought, hey, you know what? We, we need to win this game. We're probably favorites. Uh, we need to get these three points. And uh, yeah, we got the three points. And that's all that matters. But man, the Galaxy really decided to make things interesting. Um, and, <laughs> and in a way, you're kind of thankful for it. Because for the first 45 minutes, it was anything but interesting. Yeah, yeah. it, it Dude. That first forty-five minutes was boring, man. I was. I. What's funny is I finished up my work day, and I'm like, "All right, I'm putting on the Galaxy game." And I put on the Galaxy game, and I'm like, "Do I got any more work to do?" <laughs> I. Uh, I had something similar because so I normally have Wednesdays off. Uh, long story short, someone else is making the schedules and I'm not getting the days off that I've had for the past six years. So um, I had to work on Wednesday. And so I I, I get off at 530. I, I, I'm driving home, which is a, at least an hour drive in, in traffic. And so I, I, I get there. I, I, I shower. I eat. It's like 720 by the time I'm, you know, kind of just settled in and I'm just like, all right, you know, the good thing is, is that I didn't have to wait, you know, uh, you know, extra time to, for the game to start. I'm excited. You know, I, I, I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm totally hyped up. I, I can feel the victory coming. It, it, it we, we've learned, <laughs> it felt like we've that, progressed. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm totally up for this game. Right. And just like you, um, I'm just sitting there watching the first half and I'm a little frustrated and I'm, I'm just bored. And I, and I say, I say the same thing. I say to myself, you know what? Probably could have done a little OT today. <laughs> Cause yeah, anything would have been better than, you know, having to just, you know, just watch that. It, it was, it was, it was a chore. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad half. It was just, it was bad. just, it, it, yeah, it wasn't it's a lot of it was, nothing. It know? was uneventful. Yeah, that's all mm. it was. It was uneventful. I don't think the galaxy played horribly. That the, the thing that I will criticize, and I'm not even I'm not even really giving that much credit to Vancouver because Vancouver's a really bad a bad team, and especially defensively. So this was a game that I felt that the galaxy could have been significantly more aggressive. Really, just kind of put their stamp on the game, especially in the first half. And they decided not to do that. They played a lot of balls. Okay, side to side, nothing, goalkeeper. All right, well, let's well, try this again. And well, it was just Vancouver was bunkering the entire first half. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that that's was the true. whole reason. That's why That's why Galaxy had the, the higher percentage of possession that first half. That, like, I didn't find it, I didn't find it too boring. Um, but at the same time, Vancouver wasn't really giving them any kind of challenge. They were, they were just full-on bunkering. Yeah. So like that was the it's, entire half. So the thing is, is that I, I so it it wasn't a bad half. It was just straight up uneventful. So it, we're talking about let's talk about expected goals. Let's talk about expected goals in the first half. Uh, the Galaxy's expected goals in Minus the first one. half was uh, well, you're actually not that far off. Um, it was zero point two one for the Galaxy. It was literally zero. For Vancouver, <laughs> literally zero. They they had absolutely no chance. Yeah, at goal they made no attempts whatsoever. There was absolutely no attempts, and I can say the same thing for the Galaxy. I don't think they they actually let a shot off. Um, I didn't That's even what check was that. frustrating. Yeah, it, it was they, really... they were given they were given the opportunity. 
you know? I don't know. I'm not sure if they were necessarily given the opportunity. I feel well, that one of the one of the frustrating things could. is that I can I can understand and I've I've obviously watched enough soccer in my life to know when it is appropriate to be patient and when it is appropriate uh, appropriate to to, you know, to back pass and to reset. You know, I know a lot of uh, casual fans and you know don't like that. You know, it, it's a turnoff, especially when you're trying to get into the game. Uh, when you're seeing that type of play, it's very frustrating. You want to see action. You want to see goals. You want to see, you know, excitement. So, you know, that, that that patient, methodical, you know, game plan where like, okay, I'm going to pass it, wait for a lane to open up. They're going to make a mistake. I'm going to go, to go ahead and attack it can be very, you know, it can be sleep inducing. And I, and I get that. Um, this was a game where I didn't really feel that that was going to be that necessary. I felt that I'm glad that they're patient. They're not forcing any balls in and forcing a turnover, but they were also not really taking any sort of risk. Um, no player was really taking anybody on. I usually see, um, you know, Araujo do that quite often. Uh, Cabral, we see, is willing to do it. He just kind of overthinks it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like, dude, you've already beat him. You didn't have to, you know, do another step over to fake them out. You've already done it. You just keep going. You're fine. So uh, that's hopefully something that, that, that he'll learn. And we're, I'm going to come back to Cabral when we talk about player ratings in this game. Um, but, you know, I, I, I saw him doing it a couple times. Uh, I didn't see Araujo doing it. I didn't see, uh, I, I'm, I'm obviously not going to see Chicharito doing it. He, it's, that's just not his style. Um, you know, I, I would like to see Grant Sear do it because I've heard that he likes to take guys on one-on-one. He has that quick first step right. where he can get Grant separation. Sear. Um, yeah, but you know, then he can't get away from the guy. So yeah. slow. Yeah. So, well, I mean, he just needs that first step to get separation. Then just do something with that separation. Either you break something else or, you know, and someone else exploits that space that is being created if he's if he's doing that. But nobody was doing that. And I think that was the most frustrating thing. You know, they're being patient, but too patient. I think that they were just um, just too scared to, to, to take the, the chance. And I think that if you were going to take a chance where if you make a mistake, Vancouver is the team that is going to forgive you for making that mistake. It's another thing to say, if we make a a mistake against, say, a Seattle, they're probably going to make us pay for it. And that's, you know, that's what the good teams do. And that's what they, you know, that's how they score. That's how they did score against us. So with Vancouver, however, it's like, man, we can make a mistake here and we might be forgiven. We're probably not going to be, you know, it's probably not going to hurt us if we, if we make this, if we take this risk right here, right now, I think for me, it, it was one of those missed opportunities in that first half where like, Hey, you could really step on your, on the throw and take them out in this first half. But, um, just, yeah, nobody decided to be aggressive with the ball. Um, nobody was taking any chance. So, I mean, and then that's exactly what you got in the first half, just a whole bunch of nothing going on. Yeah. All right, there you so go. Saying that. All right, so okay, so we'll Keep move going. on. Pretend, okay, let's move on from the first half. Pretend the second I'm like, half. We, are, we uh, already all had our opinions. I don't want to start. I don't want to start to circle over again. All right, so <laughs> so we move on to the second half, and uh, right out of the gate, right out of the gate, two minutes in, uh, the Galaxy score. Uh, I believe this was a mistake from Vancouver, but also a lot of credit for me. I mean, personally, I give credit to to, to Kevin Cabral for. Uh, being aware and getting a heads-up play here, um, intercepting the pass, 
in a very dangerous spot. You're you're still at the top of your penalty area. You you steal the ball. You regain possession. You you still have guys in that area to where something can happen. And um, Sasha Question makes this telepathic. Telepathic, dude. <laughs> I don't. You can define this any way you want. It doesn't matter because it worked out. You can call it lucky. You can call it extraordinarily phenomenal. You can call it just the vision was just, yeah, we'll call it telepathic <laughs> then. Uh, just a beautiful ball uh, to, you know, essentially nobody. And then all of a sudden, Legette shows up making this run uh, behind the defense. And I think he one times it. And again, another uh, pinpoint accurate pass to Chicharito, who's making the run in the box. And it's essentially a tap-in for him. Uh, Galaxy go up very, very early in the second half. And um, <coughs> we have a game because apparently that woke up Vancouver. Um, Just barely, though. Just barely. I mean, like, well, I, I don't want to say it woke up Vancouver. I don't think that goal woke Vancouver up. I think what it did is they got their goal and... They said, okay, we're good. We're just going to hold. We're just going to – you know what, Vancouver? We're just going to let you have the ball. We'll just give you the ball. Because after that, it, w- it was about 25 minutes of just Vancouver pressure. And it wasn't dangerous pressure, but it was just like the Galaxy just let them have the ball. It's like, hey, go kick it around. So fun so, – okay, so, so the fun mm-hmm. thing – so we, I had mentioned that in the expected goals for Vancouver in the first half – was zero. It was literally zero. So in the second half, obviously, there's got to be some sort of improvement, right? And uh, they scored a goal. So even by definition, they had some sort of chance that that was created. So I didn't get officially the the stats in the first half uh, because I thought I didn't need to because nothing happened. I'm sure the stats just read zero all the way down. But uh, when you talk about chances created, I'm assuming this is all in the second half for Vancouver. They had 12, and they had 11 shots total. And I'm assuming that a big majority of that was in the second half. Their expected goals was at 1.02, which is still relatively low. But, again, they woke up in the second half. And because the goal came so early, you got to figure that they didn't start waking up like midway through the second half. They started finding possession. They started going in. And I kind of felt that the Galaxy didn't really bunker down because I felt that they were getting to the final third, maybe not dangerously, but they were getting to that end a lot more than they were in the first half. And for me, I kind of felt like where in the world was the midfield here because there was absolutely no um, no resistance in the midfield the way it was in the first half. So I'm not sure what happened there. Um, so I don't know if just Vancouver woke up or the Galaxy just – Said I don't need to play anymore, but or at least no, I, 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 I'm not it, sure. It really happened. did. It really did feel like the Galaxy just conceded a possession to to Vancouver at that point. They thought they were going to get it. Um, and and remember, like they still were playing the counter in in a sense. Um, yeah. they were playing they were playing it very poorly because <laughs> I forgot who it was that that tried that like uh that long chip that just went way too <laughs> too far. Um, who was that? Was that? It was. It was Jonah. It was Jonah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you when know. Jonah came in, yeah. Well, you know, I thought when Jonah came in, the 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 energy was different, but it wasn't necessarily better. Um, 
You could see the rust on Jonah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I, I can see where why you're saying that. Uh, he didn't have a spectacular game, but he definitely made his presence known. I think, yeah. I think more than anything, there was there there were there were more moments of me going like, "Oh crap! Don't get hurt! Don't get hurt! Don't get hurt!" Then, uh, right? Then, <laughs> yeah, because he went down. Yeah, yeah, but he went he yeah. went down, and that free, I was like, "Oh come on yeah, already!" Like, yeah, yep. you can't do this. You can't do this again so early, dude. Like, there's no way you're made of brittle. Come on. So yeah, uh, I, I that's what have you worried for most of the, uh, the 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 match when Jonah was in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's before. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the ending? You want to get into uh, player ratings? Well, no. Let's talk about the ending for a minute. Okay. No, let's talk David, about the David, ending. David okay. needs to talk about player the yeah. ending. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> So a, a lot of people were kind of worried. I actually, personally, I wasn't. And maybe this was the Vancouver thing. And maybe this was like, nah, this is different. This year is different. Last year, you're like, oh, they're going to get scored on. Uh, Devens is really bad. They're going to get scored on. It's just a matter of time. But they're going to concede it. And they, they may even concede too. They might lose this freaking game. This season, not so much. This season, I'm I'm confident in this team. I'm confident in what I have seen that's like, you know what? It's not pretty, but no game has been. They're gonna win. They're gonna find a way to to hang on. I'm not scared of Vancouver. They haven't shown me anything. Uh, they're not dangerous. Defense is up to the challenge. I I, I think they're fine. They're gonna win this game. Um, then the 90th hits, and uh, I said the same thing. Hang on for five minutes. That's it. Just hang on for five minutes. You're fine. Um, you you don't even look tired. That was the thing that I thought was actually kind of surprising. You know, they played against Seattle. Have to go up travel. And then play, I believe it was like 90 degrees at kickoff <coughs> with humidity because apparently someone had said that it started raining. Um, I couldn't tell, uh, but apparently it started raining a little bit. So the humidity was definitely up and I didn't see tired legs. I didn't see where like, oh man, they're going to just crawl to that finish line. They're going to have to really hang on. Nope. I thought they looked, you know, pretty, you know, not fresh, but I don't think they look fatigued. Um, I just think that uh, these, you know, they, they probably should put a little bit more pressure on these guys, but overall, they're going to hang on. And then, of course, a goal drops uh, because a, a guy was given way too much fucking space in the box and absolutely nobody stepped up to um, to prevent the shot or put any sort of pressure to alter it or to uh, just, you know, just mark a man. Uh, not sure what Depew is doing there. Just backing up, backing up, backing up. I'm like, dude, he's at the end line. You don't need to back up anymore. You can you can step up now. It's okay. Uh, so I'm not sure if that's miscommunication or just you know a, a brain fart on his part. But um, who was it? Bikel, by Bikel, whatever. I, I I don't remember. Um, but he you gets mean, a shot. You know, Vancouver. The only the only guy on Vancouver that I remember is the homie. Uh, right, because. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Yes. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think it was Bikel by Cal. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he gets a shot off. I honestly don't even know how he beats Bond here. Uh, a super tight angle from, you know, he went far post. It was a really, really tight slot yeah. shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very much. So he, he, he put it in pretty much the perfect place for that. Yeah, goal. but even then, I'm, I, I'm looking at that. I'm just like, man, I'm, I mean, he, he hit it with enough pace. To where Bond just misses it, and so uh, I'm kind of surprised that Bond missed it. But you know, I would, at that I point, would, just I, I would go as far as to say is that might that might be one of Bond's first like 
fuck ups of the season. I don't even want to say it's a, the, the thing is I don't want to say it's a fuck up. It, I, I I'm not gonna put this on him. Um, I put it on if anything, it, the, anyone I, I blame it on. I mean, you can say you know Dunbar. I don't remember if it was Dunbar or Saldana. You know he he he. You can tell that he's chasing the guy, so he's not able to get in front of him, not able to put pressure. And when that's happening, I think it was you, Fisher. Uh, no, it wasn't Fisher. Uh, it was here. Let, let me let me go back and I'll tell you exactly who it was because I feel that I want to say it was uh, Dunbar. It was Dunbar. Uh, I remember it was number twenty-five. So it it, it was Dunbar. Um, he doesn't catch up. Not being you know not, not able to get in front of him. Not able to stand you know just kind of like stop him. And Depew, if anything, will, uh, I'll place blame on him as well because again he's just backing up. He's not stepping up. He's not altering the shot. The guy gets essentially a free shot. And so, you know, when you get a free shot at, at the goal, regardless of the angle, it you know, the, the keeper is already at a big disadvantage. You have no idea where this ball is going. So um, I, I just think that because of what we're expecting from Bond, the way, like, I mean, he just, he just misses it. I mean, he just misses it. Um, I don't think it's a fuck up. I just wasn't expecting that. It's like, oh my god, how did he not get that? When I saw the angle, I was like, oh my god, that's a it's a it's a well placed shot, but oh, how did Bond not get that? But I don't blame that on him. It's you know, I, I think that, again, this is one of those where like the defense just kind of let him down a little bit here, and um, it's unfortunate. And man, was I pissed when that goal went in. Man, was I pissed because I said we're gonna we're not losing this game. We're not losing this game. Like we're gonna get the three points. We're good. Vancouver is not gonna fucking score here you know they, they've been, you know sure they've been pushing a little bit more in the second half but we're fine it, it's different this season when that goal dropped i just i was so upset and uh and i so, think I, I think i literally yelled you have got to be yeah. kidding me yeah i i, I go so, i mean I, I i threw some curse words in there but i was pretty much the same thing i was pretty much like you're not serious about this like no fucking way this happened and so I'm, I'm screaming, and of course my wife comes in like, Louis, quiet, you know, and like, and so I was like, oh, and at that point I was just like, I don't care. I just don't care because I, we didn't deserve to lose this game. Or the thing is, it would have been a draw, uh, but it would have seemed like a loss because yeah, it would have been a loss to us. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you essentially have lost two points when you were, you know, on your way to three, you were literally three minutes away. And so I, I was so mad. And so she comes in there, she goes, they could still score, right? I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. And so, like, I- I'm just, oh my god. And so, I'm already pissed off. Uh, again, it feels like a just, loss. I was just thinking about the balls and beers at that and, point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I was like, you know what? I I, I go, I I can't even put a positive spin here. This is the first game where I can't put a, pos- a positive spin. Yeah. And so I'm I, as uh, so I'm I'm tweeting the game. And I'm tweeting, uh, and I had a I had to stop myself because I went back. So the, my my tweet said, "This feels like a loss. Like officially, we're going to quote unquote earn a point on the road, but this is a loss. Make make, make no mistake that this is two points that you lost." And so I went back. I go, "No, no, no, no. I'm gonna have to like I I know that." I shouldn't be doing this, but because it, it's going to end up on one, but I'm go. I raised a tweet and, and I went back. If this result holds, so leaving the door open that we may still win or lose the game and something could happen. 
So I went back and rewrote it. If the result holds. And then I went on to, to say this because, you know, you, you've lost two points. And right before I hit send, we see the Golasso happen. And I'm like, okay, delete that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask you guys, was this a Golasso? I already uh, so when that happened, I uh, I screamed, I screamed, and my wife, my, my my wife comes running. She goes, "You're kidding me! You're kidding me!" And I was like, ah! like I'm going crazy, I'm going crazy, and I was like, I am literally celebrating a fucking win against Van fucking Coover. Like why, you know? And I'm right, just like, right. oh my god! But I'm just going fucking nuts. And she's like, he did it! Oh my god, they did it! I'm like, oh shit! And so, um, so I'm watching. Then I watch the replay, and I'm like, holy shit! And then I, at this point, I'm tweeting, you know, the goal, and and I tagged the Golasso committee as if I needed to do that. And so, um, uh, to answer your question, David, I, I it was a Golasso. I, I thought it was just uh. Uh, it had nothing to do with it. I was a game winner. That's not what I base, base Colossos on. Uh, I just thought it was a really, really good shot, a really tight angle, and it just looked so fucking pretty. Uh, I'll do. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll compare it kind of like uh, like I did with the uh, Chicharito and Shaq. It kind of felt like uh, and and then and then I'm gonna date myself because it's the only time in basketball I remember now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It reminds me like like Fisher making a three at the last buzzer, you know, the, the last seconds. It just felt like that. It was no, like, no, whoa. No, oh yeah, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. No. I, I, I'm gonna correct you. I think you're talking about Robert Ori. Robert Ori. <laughs> it's Robert Ori who just well, out of Fisher nowhere. Had those moments as well. There, I know, there's... but like, but when I think of like, okay, it wasn't Shaq, it wasn't Kobe. Like, who the hell is going to take this? And the ball just rolls to Robert Ori. I'm just going to pick this I guess, up. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I like, I'm just okay, going to okay, pick okay. this up, and I'm going to hit this buzzer oh, shot, <laughs> as I always do. <laughs> Eric Fisher buzzer shot. And I'll, yeah, there, and was, there was, there was, there was. And I'll go back, and I'll back up Bobby and say that I I think I celebrated Bond save on the next play the same way I celebrated a goal because that was a goal. That was a game. Literally. Saving. Yeah. Oh the my God. Is, so, okay. So, so like, okay. Oh, oh my God. Fucking bond. So I, Last, so my wife, so you, you got Jonathan bond back there. He's preserving you wins, dude. He is turning oh, yeah. you points and making sure that your team, what you're doing out there up the field is going to make sure it sticks. I think that there's no way David Bingham makes a save. Yeah. The incredible. Oh my God. He, I, I don't, I, well, I mean, I, I will go back and say, I don't, I don't think that he's unable to make the save because I have seen David Bingham make some saves where it's just like, Holy shit. How the hell did he do that? Um, but I just feel that you're more confident in bond in making those saves more routinely rather than every so often. Uh, the way we saw with David Bingham, and um, it, it's obviously the the, uh, the last two victories that the Galaxy have had, and that San San Jose and, and Vancouver. It's Bond who has preserved those victories, those one goal victories, and that's what you want from your goalkeeper. In that, hey, we hope that you're not called upon 
too much in the game. But when you are, you're ready and you step up. And Bond has been answering that call each and every single game. And the goals that have been scored on him, not really his fault. I Like I said, I've yet to see a blunder from Bond that has hurt him. I've seen a blunder from Bond. But, you know, luckily no goal was was made. I think there was a blunder in the Vancouver game, if I recall, where, like, he comes out and he's in no man's land. And then he doesn't get the ball. And the ball is just kind of there. I think it's legit. Or maybe it's... Or maybe it's Depew. I don't remember. But, like, there's, like, a scramble, but not really. Like, the ball... Like, nobody has the ball. And you think, like, hey, where is it? And it's, like, Vancouver players still well there. The, the Galaxy players on the ground, but the ball still in play. So I think that was like the one mess up that I think Bond had in that game. It just didn't hurt him. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's great that we have that guy in the back. I did not celebrate it as if it was a goal. It was more of a holy shit. You know, the fact that, look, you got scored on in the 92nd minute. You came back in the 93rd and retook the lead to where we figure, okay, that's game. And then a minute later, you had to make a save. In order to preserve the victory, I mean, it was a wild five final five minutes, and uh, yeah, that th- those five minutes I were think, a little I bit more. Like the concentration of the five minutes superseded the other ninety minutes of the game. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean, obviously, most of the highlights were going to come uh, aside from the Galaxy goal or the first one. Uh, a lot of the the uh, the highlights were going to come in those five minutes. But, um, I mean, look, ultimately, the Galaxy, uh, once again, and, and I'm going to say this again. I've said it, I think, once already on um, in this episode. I've said it in other games. I don't think it's lost on you guys. It's certainly not lost on the listeners. Games like this, they lose last season. They lose. 100% they lose. You know? For sure. Um, I think for sure that's only, a two-two draw, or that's a two-one win for Vancouver. Yeah, I, I honestly, and I want to say it's a two-one win for Vancouver because not only do you have a different goalkeeper in, uh, you know, in between the pipes, but you also have this attitude of the Galaxy where, like, you're up, and then I say that you're probably conceding a goal maybe after the 80th, and then you get scored on again in injury time. That seems to be a script that was you know, written over and over again, or it seems like it was written uh, last season and, and in prior seasons where, you know, your defense just can't hold on. Um, and your attitude of, yeah, you know, you're just, you just give up. Like you're just completely demoralized when you've lost the lead and, you know, you don't fight back. And, um, you know, there's no draws here. It's either you win or you lose, right? We That was one thing we said under GBS, that he hardly ever drew games. It was either a win or a loss, and we kind of criticized, like, I'm mm, not sure that's a good thing because, you know, once you lose a lead, that means either you have to fight back, which they don't, or you lose it, which they ended up doing. So um, last season, that result doesn't happen. It probably ends up 1-1. It's just as likely to end up 2-1 in favor of Vancouver. And this time around, guess what? You found, again, you found a way to win. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't, you know, the way you drew it up. But you found a way. You didn't give up. And you found a fucking way. And um, that's all, especially now, that we can ask for from this organization. We're talking about, hey, we have to learn how to win again. The Galaxy are learning how to win again. They have 
got a completely different attitude. And I've and I'm I've said this for every victory because that's what they've done. It, it's it's just in front of our eyes. They have earned every single victory that they have, you know, they have made this season. And I, I can't be mad at that, especially for a team that I'm not wasn't expecting that much from. Um, they are in every single game, and when the opportunity to win is there, they've they've taken it. I, I can't be mad at that, and um, at least not right now. And uh, six wins out of nine games. By the way, we had six wins all of tw- all of 2020. So I mean, there's th- there's just a massive improvement already in the results, in the attitude. Um, I mean, uh, just, dude, it's, it's it's a complete 180. It's a complete Chicha, 180. Chicha has quadrupled his goal output. Yeah, yeah. Chicha, that's crazy. That is, I mean, again, like, I mean, Chicha improving was almost a foregone conclusion only because his 2020 was so bad that it was impossible to see him not yeah. have more goals than he did in 2020. But look, he he also is doing what he's supposed to be doing. And the, the thing is, is that the team is doing what, what they're supposed to be doing and that, hey, we need to find Chicharito, and that's what they're doing. And he is putting himself in a position like, hey, I'm making the correct runs. Hey, I'm at the right place at the right time. And I've said this before. That is not luck. The guy has done this his entire career. This is a skill. This is knowledge of the game. He has to know. He has to read defenses. He has to know the way trends, uh, you know, the, the, the game is trending, the way defenses are playing. He has to n- understand his teammates and where what their tendencies are, where I have to be and in a position where they can find me. And, of course, you know, the rest of the team has to do the exact same thing. Uh, you know, they, they have to be able to, to, to read him and find him and do what they need to do to, to, to get him the ball. And so far, it, it's been done. So again, it's it's just a massive, massive improvement uh, from from last season, and it, it's just I don't know how you could be uh, critical for a team that continues to win. Uh, you know, three losses, two of them coming from Seattle, who sits at the top of the league. I I don't know how you're upset at that. <laughs> There's just no way that you can be upset at what's going on with the Galaxy right now. I look, I mean, I just look forward to game days. Uh, which again is a complete, completely different uh, attitude that I had last season, where I'm just like, ah, oh, let's just get this over with. <laughs> you know, let's just get this loss over with, and you know, we'll be on our way, and I can do the, you know, wall in my sorrows the rest of the night or the afternoon or whatever. It's not the case this season, so, um, yeah, uh, good times. Good, good stuff. Let's go. Yeah, good stuff. Um, all right, so here we go. Uh, David, uh, so I, I had some uh, debate on Twitter about man of the match and player ratings. So I'm sure you saw the player ratings because I actually posted it. I normally don't do that. Um, yeah. So I, I did it uh, because I did double down on my opinion of man of the match. And uh, despite what people think, I was right. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to. Uh, Give this over to Bobby here because I'm sure he didn't see it. Bobby, who was the highest rated player in this in this game? I saw it. Legit. Ah, I can't let you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but just from the optics, honestly, just from the optics of, of everything, I didn't I wouldn't have put Legit as Me the either. highest rated player. I also wouldn't have put him like, you know, trash with which it it seems like the people you were arguing with were were making a case for. I think that Chicha was probably, you know up there as as a high rated player again Koulibaly impressing me 
but uh, probably not the highest rated player. But yeah, I would I would say you know uh, I I think Vasquez was very active. Uh, I think I would say who behind Legette would be Araujo. Yeah, 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 yep. So I actually would have said um, so. I had Legette. I also would have said you know Chicharito probably would have been. Uh, and, and by the way, the the question that was asked by first to five, they put they put a poll up. They said who was man of the match. So they had Chicharito, they had Question, they had I, I believe that Question, they had Sega, and they had Alvarez. So I actually didn't vote be, uh, because the player that I was thinking of for man of the match wasn't there. So that's when I had put none, you know, none of the above. This is legit, and of course, I got a little bit of flack from it. I mean, it wasn't too big, and it wasn't like extraordinarily controversial, but. I said, I mean, it's hard for me to put Alvarez as man of the match, considering the fact that he had a horrible game up until the goal. And I get yeah. it. It's, it, it's, but it's, but it's kind of like saying, oh, who was MVP of the season? Oh, it was Pando because he scored in, you know, he scored in one MLS Cup. Like, great, right, that's one fine. MLS Cup. Yeah, but he ain't MVP. <laughs> he did the MVP most important. He did the most important right. thing. To, <laughs> he was right, MVP but, of the game. Uh, and I, I still wouldn't even go that far, but I get the argument. But. <laughs> Man, but for me, <laughs> the guy has more cups than, you know. Uh, but the, the thing is, is that for me, I kind of felt, look, Alvarez had a really, really bad game up until that goal. And that goal is what people are going to remember. And the thing is, if this is a striker, especially a poacher, this is a chicharito, it's where it's like, hey, he's been MIA, but he came in and scored a game winner, then that's a little different story. I don't really expect goals from Alvarez as much as I feel like you're the one that's supposed to be taking defenders on. You're the one that's supposed to be opening up lanes. You're the ones that are supposed to have that vision to, you know, uh, break players uh, free of this defense and find the uh, find these uh, pockets of space and exploit them. That wasn't happening with Alvarez. I have a different expectation from no. him. So but let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this: Was that happening with anybody else? What do you mean? Those, all those things that you just said—that Alvarez is supposed to be doing—is no, that happening and, uh, with anybody else? For for this game, no. Particularly on the other side of the field. For uh, for 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 this game, I feel that so this is a game where you like if you're expecting this from Alvarez, you're definitely expecting it from Victor Vasquez, which we said. Look, here's the key to breaking and unlocking these defenses that bump down. I thought that final pass. I, I thought he looked decent. I actually thought he wasn't as good as I expect him to be i thought he was trying things but unfortunately you know the other players weren't really not clicking right so i I think not only that but like i I just kind of feel like you know a lot of people were like again not going forward not taking defenders on not putting themselves in a position to like hey let's let's attack from a different uh, point now and look a little bit more dangerous and go up the middle or just kind of just draw you know nothing out and so like Vasquez was trying and he was kind of forcing the passes, um, but he was trying. It just wasn't getting there. So obviously his rating was going to go a little lower. And because he was turning the ball over technically, you know, it, it didn't really look good. But I can I can see that he was attempting to do the things that should have been done by not only him, but by Alvarez and probably Legette. Um, I just felt Legette covered a lot of ground. That's where I feel. And I feel that he had a factor in, uh, you know, in, in – in both of the goals. So I just kind of felt all around man of the match was legit. As far as higher rated player, I probably wouldn't have said him. I actually probably would have said 
Hernandez because he had the goal, or I would have said Sega because I think he stood out on the back line. Um, so um, what ended up happening is uh, Javier Hernandez was second at 8.0 um, with the goal. Legit, by the way, at 8.2. And uh, the next highest rated player was Alvarez playing uh, only 30 minutes. So, uh, again, a little miscued there. And the, the goal at the last second gave him a uh, rating of 7.6. And that was uh, slightly higher than um, Sasha Question, who was at 7.4. There was another player at 7.4. I'm not sure if you guys went this deep into it, but uh, a little surprise here. But uh, Grand Seer apparently had a really good game at 7.4. So, uh, all right. yeah, I mean, I don't think he did bad. Uh, the, I just, the, the one name, the one name that that you haven't said, and the one name that hasn't, I don't think has has really stepped up in the way that we had all hoped for was Cabral. So, uh, so he was the last guy I'm, I'm going to mention. Now, he is officially from the starters, uh, not including Bond, who had a six point five rating. He was officially the lowest oof. again. Uh, but again, uh, it, it kind of sucks. He made five saves. Uh, no, he did not make five saves. That was the. Um, Sorry, yeah, he didn't have the, to do uh, that much no, against Vancouver. No. Yeah, I, I, different game. So uh, he had two saves. So he didn't really do uh, too much. Of course, one of those saves was literally a game-saving save. So, um, But it counts the same as a regular save. And uh, he let one in. So you're talking about you know a 66.6% uh, uh, accuracy there. And you know not really that good. So again, statistically, uh, uh, it, it's off. Um, but Kevin Cabral is the worst field player for the Galaxy uh, at 6.8. Now, we've seen worse. We've seen some fives and low sixes. So he wasn't horrible. Kevin Cabral. Okay. So we've talked about this guy uh, that we need to be patient with him. Uh, he's a young guy. He's 21. We were told he was raw. He's not a developed talent. He is a work in progress. Um, he has, what, five games? This is his fifth game, I think. Is Maybe it that his... many? I don't think it's that many. Yeah. No, yeah, he, I think we're at five. I, I, it's five. Did he play? I think so, because he, I think the LAFC game was, what, the third or fourth game? And I think that's where he debuted, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think this is his fifth game. So five games. And people, I think the criticism is there. I, I think the criticism is fair to a certain degree do i feel that he should be moving forward and he should be progressing absolutely should he be superstar level absolutely not the argument here is that you are a dp getting six million dollars i believe so what do you guys stand on cabral or has any we let, let, let me rephrase the question because we've we've said this but we've asked this before has it changed has your opinion on Cabral changed mm, not for me too much um he is still he he's he's kind of um he's still pretty flat like the when it, when it comes to the level of him getting better mm -hmm. he's 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 still he's still flat right now he, he hasn't gone better or worse for me um there's little moments of brilliance and but again, like Lewis mentioned earlier on, you know, he um, and Totino said and Kobe said uh, that he does too much. 
you know, like you're already past the dude, but then you just want to dribble a little bit more and gives gives the guy more time to get on you again. Um, it's just it's it's a learning curve. And if he is really raw, I mean, I guess I mean, it does seem like it. Right. Um, that he is raw. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not there of like pitchforks and flames yet. But no, I mean, I'm OK. David. He just needs he does need to get better. He just he just definitely needs to start getting better. Yeah, I think the expectation level was high for Cabral and um and you see the you see the sort of flashes being there, right? But then you sort of start to see that he has one go-to and this is going to be the this this is this is the same criticism that like was on Alessandrini was oh yeah, he runs to the end line and then he cuts and then he and then he cuts in. Like that's his his one trick. Well, he was able to sort of make that work for him for a long time, and so far, you know, Cabral seems to be like, oh, he's gonna step over and try to juke the guy. Well, the Vancouver defender figured him out pretty quickly. Um, I think he he did him once, and then from there on, he kind of had his number. So Cabral, for me, needs to figure out some stuff. Right, he needs to figure out what the level is in MLS. He needs to. There, there are some things that I think you afford certain things to players like um, Grandier, and you go, well, give him time, give him time, because I don't think you you bring in Grandier, expect him to be a superstar. Uh, Kulabali, you bring him in, he's shown well. I think he's. I, I I'm very impressed by Kulabali. I like him a lot. Cabral, I need to see more. He's He's had a couple of, of, of nice little moves and, and uh, juking defenders, but he's got to do something with that. Uh, <clears throat> for me, I feel that it's still too early. I mean, you're five games in. Uh, um, too early for what? To really just kind of either give up on him or to just completely rip him apart. Did I say that? Did I did I do no, no, either no, no, of no. those things? No, 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 no. So yeah, you know, of I, course I, it's too early. Of course it's no, no, no. Well, it's too, no, yeah, oh well, no, it's too early to, to shoot him to take him out back and shoot him. Of course it is, Lewis. No, no, no. But you can criticize about... him. You can say, yeah. "Hey, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna do better." You know what I'm saying? Like, of course it's too early. Dave, <laughs> to give no, up on I mean, yeah, but well, I wasn't. I wasn't he's, talking he's, about he, you. Yeah, he was directing it to people online. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, because th- there was this, you know, it's fun. I, mean, I get it. it. It's it's not only is it Twitter, it's 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 Galaxy Twitter, and it's fans. They're, they're very fickle. If 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 you score a hat trick in one game and have a poor game the next, it's I love you. I, I love you then, yeah, but yeah. I hate you now. You know, I mean, that's just the way fans are. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. You know, uh, Cabral's first three games, man, this kid's gonna be great. Oh my God, he's gonna he's gonna light this league on fire once he's getting it's his footy a promise in, and then that hasn't shown, and that's the thing. Like, right? What's the what, what's your trigger word, Lewis? Potential. Uh, uh, potential. Yes. And that's why I didn't want to say it, I, I, because it's like, look, what are you doing for me right now? And right now, here's the thing for me, and I think one of the reasons why I'm not really gonna go after him is because. The good news is, is that we don't need him. We've, we've, we have shown that we are not dependent on one player, okay? This isn't, this isn't a case of if Zlatan isn't scoring goals and if he doesn't have a good game, 
you're not winning. And it's not a case of, well, if Pavon isn't doing what he does and he's not creating, he's not breaking down defenses and he's not making that, you know, that final pass or scoring goals, you're not winning. It's not the case. You, you can't even say if Chicharito isn't scoring, we're not winning because though he does have eight goals, you also feel that it's not like he's scoring because of other people. He's a poacher. He's dependent on other people giving the ball. So, or being at the right place at the right time, at, with you know whether it's because of a rebound or whatever. That means everyone else is doing their jobs. They're taking shots. They're finding him. Uh, you know, they're creating chances. They're creating some sort of danger where the goalie has to work or the defense has a scramble. Right. So completely different player than Zlatan, where it's like, here he goes, Zlatan, do something with this, and we'll follow your lead. Maybe. Now it's hey, you know what? This is a team effort. We're all gonna. We're all all in on this offensively, right? So one of the positives that you can take is that if you're hoping that this kid gets better, and again, remind yourself that this guy is 21 years old. 21-year-old. He is was playing in second division France, so it wasn't that he was a superstar anywhere else. He wasn't on a big-name club that he was ready to break out, but there were other, apparently there were other big teams that were looking at him and wanted to sign him. So the Galaxy end up getting him. Greg Vanny gets to mold him. And he doesn't get to mold him, and the finished product is there after five games. And as I said, the good news is, is that we are not dependent on him to win games. And we're winning games despite the fact that he is not, you know, uh, playing up to par and playing up to expectations that, you know, that come with being a designated player. So if you are patient and you're still winning games and you're being patient where this guy finally finds his footing, he finally gets it. He starts developing because he's he's 21. He still has a lot of growth. He grows. He gets and he turns into this leader. He's here for five years. This team can only get better. This team is getting better. We're winning games without him being what he's supposed to be. Imagine what happens when he is. So no, way too early. I think criticism is fair. Do I feel that I should have seen some improvement uh, where he's more involved in the team, where he's putting himself in better positions, where he's actually creating more chances, where like, man, he's got, he doesn't have the goal yet, but man, he's right there. He's knocking on the door. He's unlucky or you know whatever the case is. Yeah, definitely. It hasn't happened yet. So in that sense, it's a little disappointing, but right now, I don't think it matters. Because you're winning games, you're finding ways to win. We're not dependent on him. It's fine. He ups his game. This team only gets better. With with all that being said, all of this gets thrown out the window. All of this gets left behind if he scores against San Jose <laughs> or LAFC. That's well, that, you know that, we're that, that we're facing it. San Jose this weekend, so okay. you know okay. we're <laughs> so we'll say San Jose. So so I think San Jose. Um, how do you how do you guys feeling about this game? I'm feeling, I mean, oh, the, the same way that I'm, good. yeah, I, I feel I, like I said, you have three losses. Two of them are coming from the best team in MLS. And one of them, you were playing on the road. Uh, yeah. All in Cascadia. Men, yeah. Uh, with, with 10 men after, you know, a Derek Williams tackle and just like the way everything went down and uh, you know, what, you know, how that, you know, the, the tackle, like how, how brutal it was. Uh, I just think you could throw that game out the window. The rest of the games, you found a way to win. Again, not pretty, but you're finding a way to win. You beat San Jose once already. Again, 
<laughs> you found a way to win via Bond. It was Bond who preserved that victory uh, in the final 20 minutes. Um, I don't think that happens again. Um, and I think I said this in Balls and Beers. Uh, if you haven't listened, go ahead and listen to that. But I said in Balls and Beers, San Jose has a lot of travel this week. A lot of travel. They had a play Saturday in Austin. They had to then go to Orlando. And now they travel all the way back to San Jose. By the way, they got smashed in Orlando. They're demoralized. I'm sure they're tired. They're jet lagged. Three days later, they have to play against a Galaxy team who right now, after what happened on Saturday, feel that they they can't lose. So, I mean, just I the fatigue. Yeah. They're they're feeling confident for sure. Yeah, I think they yeah. I think that they feel like they can get in there and get three points. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that I honestly believe that fatigue plays a really big factor here um, with San Jose. Um, but that's a lot of travel. Um, you played, you know, uh, weather delay. You know, you 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 were really in a rhythm. Um, you got you got beat. Really bad. Smackdown. Um, I mean, yeah, absolutely smackdown. Um, now you're coming home. Uh, you've lost. Uh, hold on. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure I had said this in Balls of Beers as well. Like, once you were in first place, uh, really early in the season, you haven't won again since. There it is, it, May 7th. A, a bit of a nosedive. Yeah, there them. it is. May, yeah. May 7th was so they won three games in a row. They were on top of the world. They haven't won since May 7th. They have lost. They lost four in a row. Uh, didn't lose against Austin, and then they lost to Orlando. So, I mean, honestly, I I, I even want to go out and say that should the Galaxy win this game, and I have a pretty good chance of doing it. The Galaxy win this game. I'm not sure Almeida is around after this game. I think this might be the last straw from mm. it uh, honestly I, I think this is it if, if the galaxy are able to beat san jose and beat them convincingly i think that's on this last game i well, think i i don't I know bags are packed i i don't know if he's in the hot seat i don't know how long of a leash he has but i can't imagine that the money that they're paying him that this is what they're expecting i think that if the galaxy beat san jose i, I think i'll make it out Me, no idea. No idea. But I do believe that we're going to go in there and get a win for sure. Uh, I, 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 I'm confident. I, I'm, I, I feel good. I, like I said, I, I can't wait till Saturday. Um, yeah. And, Some balls uh, and beers. Yeah. Um, but it's just – it's a fun time right now to be a Galaxy fan. So um, I can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait for – I mean it's, a, it's an onslaught of games. I, imagine if this was last season where it's like – you know you're going to lose, and you have like, oh, fuck, I'm going to lose four times this week. I mean, that's just like, that, that, that's a complete contrast from this season. It's like, dude, just keep, yeah. keep them coming. Keep the them coming. Is, the thing is, for me, I'm trying to forget about last season, and you keep bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to enjoy, I'm trying to enjoy this one right well, now. Well, I mean, that's what makes you enjoy it more, is that you you appreciate what's happening now. You, you have to remember, like, we talked about this. You have to remember all the shit. You have to continue to like push this. Like, remember how bad you were. Remember what happened last season to motivate you to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, and the team. So, not me. Yeah. Not me. Well, I mean, again, <laughs> it, it makes me appreciate this more. Six victories in 2021. You've matched 2020, and you're only nine games in. So again, it, for me, it's something that 
I've learned and we've learned, uh, you know, when we talked about, you know, galaxy privilege coming from the fans as well, that man, it, it's a victory. It's not just handed to you anymore. You know, it's not just a foregone conclusion that you're going to win. It's you understand that every victory now is something that like, ugh, like it's you have to celebrate it. You have to take it in. And once you do, you go to the next one. You are the next one and you do the same thing and you, and you know, and right now they're doing it. And for me, it's like that momentum is not only with the, uh, with the players, but I think the fans just kind of feel the same way where it's like, you need to keep this momentum going. They like, keep going. Don't, you know, no breaks, you know, just, you know, keep, keep, keep your foot on that. No, pedal, for guys. sure. So, for sure. um, so I mean, yeah, overall, but, overall the way they're doing it, the enthusiasm and everything, it's all working really well. Yeah. So, is there anything? Yeah. What do we have? Anything else? Uh, so, for me, just very quickly. So, um, so you have the, the game against Saturday, uh, uh, San Jose, and then um, you don't have a midweek game. You don't have a Wednesday game. Following that, uh, you, the next game won't be until the Fourth of July, which is a Sunday. So they'll have uh, a whole week uh, to recover. They will be at home on the Fourth of July against Kansas city. That's a tough game. They're in second place right now. So, uh, there, those are some points that you can, uh, to gain on Kansas city. You can make up some ground, possibly be in second place by the end of that weekend, (coughs) but tough stretch in July, Wednesday, July 7th against Dallas. That's a winnable game. Uh, and then you go right back up to Vancouver, uh, for the rematch in, uh, in Utah once again, and you will stay there as uh, you will play, RSL the following Wednesday and then travel to Dallas. So you're going to have a three, uh, three game road trip in July, Vancouver, RSL, Dallas. Those are winnable games, but, uh, you know, fatigue, uh, might play a factor by that time, six games in July. So that's a tough stretch. Um, but again, uh, you want to keep that momentum going and you look at that schedule. It's like, Oh man, these are, these are victories. You can, you can definitely do this. So, um, yeah, looking forward to July. Yep. Here we David. go. Here we go. Heading into it. All right. All, David, right. all right. Wait, 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 wait. David has to depress us. Um, not no, not today. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house episode two twenty four. I'm here with David and Lewis saying goodbye. Good night, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. And this is Bobby saying bye later. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.